2: ah yes what's good everybody welcome back to another episode of podcast and chill today i got a special guest i got a it's my guy now, just because we agree
1: on so many things, so many different levels. Glennie Balls from Barstool Sports. What's up, bro? How you doing, man? We did have a lot of agreements in the first like 10 minutes that we just met. Which yeah. Which is good. Yeah. That's yeah. good. I was
2: like, yo, let's just chop it up before we start recording. You know, break that, uh, you know, break the ice a little bit. But then yeah, Entourage fan, yeah. Met
1: fan, Giant fan, you feel my pain? I feel you. We're in a very, 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 very big giant room right now. So we got a lot of good vibes going. We got a lot of Danny Dimes vibes going. Oh, man. How you feel about that? I mean, I feel like everyone feels. That's, a, that's the annoying thing. Everybody at work the other day was just asking all us Giants fans, like, how are you feeling? What are you going to feel? You love Eli. We love Eli. Who doesn't love Eli? Of course. But it's, uh, it's time to go. It's exactly. Time to, it's time to like, fade away. Like Obi-Wan. Just fade away into the night. You've done your time.
2: Dude, I so I made this like highlight video, and it went viral. And uh, actually, um, one of your co-workers tweeted it out, too. Uh, Clem Report. Oh, I love Clem. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So it was, um, it was uh, when they played the Jets in the preseason. It was like the opening drive. You know how he went five for five. Yeah. Oh,
1: I, oh it was Daniel Jones. It was da- it was uh, Daniel with Jones okay. with uh
2: with like Vince McMahon, the famous yes. Vince McMahon, where he's like having an orgasm in the oh, ring. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like Giants fans after every throw. And uh, I've been I've been riding this train and dude, I couldn't agree with you more. It's just like, yo, I love Eli. Probably gonna name my first kid Eli.
1: Yeah, like, as you should, as we all should.
2: <laughs> definitely the middle name.
1: Oh, but like you were saying with that highlight tape, I thought you just meant that. Highlight tape, Jets game. I thought we were talking about an Eli highlight tape for that Jets game. Because that was my favorite game ever, probably. Regular season game. Christmas Eve, 2011. Yeah. That was such like a like a last stand battle. Producer like, Mike, big Jet like fan. I went, to, uh, like I went to Kellenberg <laughs> High School. I went to Kellenberg Memorial High School in Uniondale. So I grew up going to OLL in Malvern. And we had like five, ten guys in that class. So whatever. But Our Lady of Lore... I mean, uh, Kellenberg, you go there, you meet kids from different towns for the first time. So I had all these trash bag Jets fans and I was friends with sitting at lunch... 2010 was our first year when that's 09 and 10 with Rex that fucking that fucking guy and how cocky they all, all those fuckers got. And we also Made got burned so by mad. that Deshaun Jackson punt too. How cocky all those motherfuckers got, and <laughs> then uh, we just came out the next year, won the Super Bowl. It was beautiful, and we beat the Jets too. Matt Bradshaw gave Bradley Poole that little shoulder, and that was it. Night night. Oh, so that's probably the best regular season game ever, I think. Victor Cruz also man. 99 yards it can't be, it could have been worse man it i have was a, a nice christmas eve i have a great story
2: for that so at the time my uncle was gonna get married uh well his fiance at the time first time i'm meeting him at christmas dinner because it was christmas eve you yeah. know so and uh the head of the table was angled as best as it could be towards the tv my grandma was like oh this is gonna be where you know they're no longer together but whatever this is my show uh Teresa is gonna be sitting there and i was like well that's not possible not today grandma you don't understand how big this game is so first impression, meter, sit down, whatever. I'm pretty quiet, and then Victor Cruz <laughs> breaks the first tackle, and I have my mouth full of like steak and fries. I'm just like, "Go, motherfucker, go, go!" Uh,
1: yelling at the top of my lungs. So I was like, "Sorry, I only get like this when the Giants are playing." What freaking that? What highlights? Unbelievable game to watch. Highlights. When I get home, when the. I- watch a few of them maybe light some candles have it's a good been night.
2: It, it's been it's been a rough goal for us the last couple of years yeah whatever I've had my fun yeah exactly we, we can't complain man Two what Super Bowls? my only
1: my only sadness thinking about it you said you're 28 so you're five years older than me so you got to really enjoy it's 46. I've been to both you've been to both yeah so, so and you got to really enjoy it like this is I guess I sound like an alcoholic a little bit when I say this <laughs> but I feel like you don't really get to experience something unless you're <coughs> unless you're drinking for it excuse me and um so, like, I've been to, like, just the city of Chicago. I, I went there when I was, like, 15. It was nice. I went on a family trip. But right. I feel like I haven't been to Chicago. Right. And I feel like I haven't really seen a championship. Like, I've seen two, but I was 11 and 15. Right. So, I feel like I haven't really seen a championship. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I feel like it's a whole different animal when, you're get, when you are get to drink the alcohol for it, when you get to go out and party. Uh,
2: dude, so I had just turned, um, I want to say I I was either 20 turning 21, but we drove to Indianapolis. And cause my dad, you know, he, we have a he's a food vendor in the city, and that used to be where the NFL offices used to be, and I used to get tickets for the Super Bowl, still do, yeah. and a uh, nice little perk to have. And so when we went to the game, yo, I got so wrecked in like the that's tailgate. The point. I was. Did a, you get
1: too wrecked though? That that's that's a problem. I
2: I was like no lie, probably like twelve beers in before the game. Didn't eat nothing, and I was drinking when I was there too, cause we had like a sweet area also and whatnot, and. I, I just will. remember the Giants dominating that whole first half and all I kept hearing throughout the week was like, well, what the Patriots like to do is they like to defer and then they score with two minutes left and then exactly it. So I'm sitting with my mom and that's when Madonna performed at the halftime show. Well, I didn't remember who. Yeah, it was Madonna. And well, the reason why I remember this is she's like, oh, my God, Madonna. I'm so happy. She was more excited for to see Madonna. She's like, you got a Vogue. You got it. I was like, yo, listen, if they don't win this game, I'm not going home. <laughs> I was like, I am not going home.
1: What a fucking game. Both yeah. of them. Fantastic stuff
2: both so how is that now so like you're at barstool sports a lot of boston guys over there do you ever like throw shade at them
1: no i'm i'm it takes a lot for me to throw shade at sports fans i really 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 don't have a lot of animosity But they, they've had so and much boston, success like, with i the don't pets. give a fuck like i know like you just said that like you're like one of those turtle guys like i don't give a fuck what do i hate the patriots for right same thing with the red sox people i'm a mentor people be like oh you hate the red sox why would the why would i hate the red sox the Mets have played the Red Sox one time in the World Series; they won. Right. The Giants have played the Patriots twice in the Super Bowl; we've won. So, what do I have to hate the Patriots? for? I hate the Jets and the Patriots? Fuck the Jets. So, what do I gotta hate the Patriots for? Right, right, right. That's one thing I always see. So I'm I'm Team Boston. I don't mind Boston. I guess one rivalry you could say is the Rangers and the Bruins, but that's not really even a rivalry. Right. I, no, hate, but I really I, I hate. It's more me. More of my hatred is directed to the New York teams. But that's one thing we argue about at work all the time: is how unique it is. New York, well, we hate each other. That's <laughs> like true. Other cities. You're all in it together, and right. it's wonderful. It's fantastic. I'm jealous of it, but New York is different. I, I hate the Islander fans the most. I hate Jets fans probably the, when Jets fans are like in their mode. When they're feeling themselves in their right? mode, yeah. they're, they're yeah. the worst. I know when they're in their mode. They, I those motherfuckers. Jesus, I hate, despise them, but. Islanders and Jets fans, they're the, same, they're the same type of people. So
2: I just feel like you have such an edge on them because they've dominated everyone for 20 years. And it's but like, the well, problem is like one of the
1: kids at work, Frankie Borelli, who's a huge Islander fan, he always brings up the Rangers realistically for their history. They only have 4 Stanley Cups. They could have a few more. It would be nice. They've been a team since 1926. Right. So a few more could be nice. But at the end of the day, he's an Islander fan. They're a bunch of trash bags. They've made it to the final four teams in the league and I think once in the last 33 years so i think last last year
2: or the year before was the first time they won they, a playoff won, series they won a playoff series like, in 25 years yeah. in
1: a league that half the teams make the playoffs so yeah
2: i'm loving it i'm loving all this how'd that's you, the shit i hate yeah how'd you uh how'd you get your name you were telling me um well glennie ball yeah how'd so you get I, th- that name? I don't really know because I, I love it just because i just like thought big fan of, it, of the show i
1: just like thought of it randomly and I was like, oh, this is before I even got a job at Barstool. I thought of this, like, I've been working at Barstool three years now. I got this, probably thought of this name three, five or four, four or five years ago. And i can going to actually show you, like, my Naira Bets account, like, where I bet horses on. Like, my name is Glennie Balls, and I had that name before Barstool. It's just then I was rewatching Entourage one time, and Billy Walsh's porn alias when he's directing porn is Wally Balls. Which I guess, subconsciously, that's how I got Glennie Balls. So, I guess, shout out Billy Walsh.
2: Okay, there's a lot of things we got to break in right now with that conversation. So, I'm taking it you're a betting guy. I'd I dabble. Dabble a little bit. I like, I like to dabble. Horses is probably the worst thing you could do.
1: I don't like horses at all. I, I really don't even like them, but I'll, I'll bet them on like a big day. Yeah, uh, or yeah. Like a uh, me too. Weekend. Me so too, like, Kentucky like, Derby. The Derby, Preakness, Belmont, Travers, even like the Whitney, the Jim Dandy, anything, any remote big race that I hear is at Saratoga. I'll throw some cash in the account and bet it, but like, I'm not gonna go home and bet the harness tracks. Right, I'm not a huge horse degenerate, but I really just bet the names. Like I don't really tout. Like, at the end of the day, it's a lot of work, and you don't even no one knows anything. It's an animal, so, dude. I'm pretty much just pick a name and just let the gods take it. Because at the end of the day, gambling, no one knows anything. That's true. No one knows shit.
2: Yeah, yeah. it's it's just an opinion, and you, whoever's opinion you really respect, and what now you kind of go with it. But with horses, like I have trouble betting on humans. You want me to bet on an animal? No, like, right it's around? not.
1: It's not fun. I mean, it's nice for it's nice for a day.
2: Have you gotten a chance to go to any of these races?
1: Um, I've been to the Belmont a few times. Maybe oh, yeah. That's like in our backyard for the most yeah, part. Yeah, we used to go to Belmont. I mean, I've gotten fucking obliterated at Belmont in the last like six years of my life. because you, you, Belmont, I'm, I'll be honest. I love Naira, but they uh not the most strict right. when it comes to Belmont. So I actually, I think it was Belmont, probably Belmont 2016. I got so plastered, unfathomably drunk, like snuck in Tito's, everything. And I was sleeping just on, like, have you been to Belmont? I'm yeah, sure I've so. been. And, you know, like there's just the picnic area where you just hang out right when you walk in. I was just sleeping there. Like with my shirt <laughs> off, just a <the> guinea <laughs> tea on at like three o'clock in the afternoon. And I guess these people were sitting next to me taking pictures of me. And then once I got hired, they treated them at my boss, Dave. Uh, and he was like, he was like, oh, best picture ever. So we didn't care. <laughs> but like, that day I was fucking hammered. So I've been to Belmont a lot. Like, I go to Belmont a lot. Um, Saratoga I'll try to go to like once a summer. Saratoga is more of like an experience. You have to go out and right, go to yeah. bars. It's always nice to do a night at Saratoga, but aside from that, I haven't been anywhere. No, I've been to like Yonkers Harness, but I've been to uh, the Derby of the Preakness. That's on my list.
2: Yeah, I went to the FanDuel Sportsbook a couple weeks ago, and they had those the not even the horses. Like you said, it's like the harness races. Yeah, FanDuel's in Meadowlands. Yeah, do a
1: lot of stuff at FanDuel, and um, they have the harness racing. Yeah,
2: that's uh, that. That I think is all time degenerate. Harness is a
1: wild is a wild game. Yeah, I don't really even know how. Like actually, they were talking about it today on the rundown of work. Like Dave was saying. Randomly, they'll just be running, and then one horse is just running 3,000 times fresh than the other horses. I just don't understand how it works. I don't know how anybody makes a move. Usually, I would assume it's just a line, and they all just stay in line the whole time, but they don't. They make moves. I don't know how they do it. I'm not really a harness guy. I'll dabble in the ponies occasionally. Like when you're drinking, you go to a bar. I like stumbling into a bar, and then you see they have the OTB. That's nice, <laughs> and then you watch some of that, because like, then you'll do a little Australia. But then when you get into Australia, it's like sprint, it's sprint racing. Right. So you you make a bet. I, I, I like to get a little bang for my buck when I make of course, a bet. yeah. So, like, I don't get why people do the half bets. I'm not really a half bet guy, unless you're really feeling something. But I want to bake for my buck. I want three, three-hour-and-a-half-hour football game to enjoy. Sometimes you bet an Australian horse race, it's legitimately, like, 11 seconds. Right. That they just do a 40-yard sprint, and it's done. So, that sucks.
2: What's your favorite thing to bet on? Favorite <sighs> sport?
1: College football. Not yeah. Not even a remote, remote debate. Really? Not even a remote debate. Like, growing up, like, not growing up, but, like, high school years, college years, when I first started getting into gambling... Like, I would talk, tell my dad, like, oh, I'd love the NFL. can we for the NFL. All well, my friends the NFL. Honestly, I fucking hate the NFL.
2: Mm. I despise well, the NFL. So, for, for, hold on. From a gambling perspective or from just – Oh yeah, perspective. Okay. They're
1: boring. I just don't want boring games. Like, I, I, I need – like, I'm an over guy. I bet – I pretty much only bet overs. 90%, hey, hunters are boring. That's 90% of the bets I make are overs. And that's because I'm just gambling to have fun. I'm not right. gambling to win money. Like, they'll be unders that I love, and I just won't bet them because I just don't bet unders. That yeah, because unders I, are... I know they'll go under, and I just don't bet it because I don't want to bet an under. I only bet overs.
2: Yeah, who wants to root for no touchdowns? Is it just No, it's a field not goal fun. It's
1: not fun in the slider. So, like, sometimes if it's a lock under, I'll do it and just not watch it, like a Michigan State under or something. But then sometimes you get fucked. A few weeks ago, week one, it was Michigan State. I mean, it was Iowa State against... Um, who were they playing? It was a shitty team. Iowa State against someone. And it was, like, 7-3. At halftime, <laughs> and then I think 10-7 in the fourth quarter. It was 10-10. They went to three overtimes, and I lost in three overtimes. It was over 42. It was fucking disgusting. So sometimes you get fucked. But, I mean, you get fucked in anything. But I'm currently on a little um, college triple hatred streak. Okay. Because week one was Oklahoma-Houston, which I was very excited about. The over was 80, and I was like, holy shit, this thing is Dana Holgerson- uh, who was it? Dana Holgerson against Lincoln Riley. Last yeah, year, they yeah. played West Virginia, Oklahoma. They scored 110 points. I was like, this thing's going way over again. Can't wait. It's going to be fucking sweet. Labor Day weekend Labor Day weekend Sunday, fantastic night. And um, so I'm like, all right, I got to get this thing at 80 before it shoots up to like 88. Yeah. Went up to 83, but then went down to 79 and a half. I bet it at 80. 79 and a half is what people are getting in that kickoff. 80 push. And then this past weekend, oh, this past weekend, I was thrilled for this past weekend. Friday night was Washington State-Houston. So we got a little Mike Leach-Dana Holgerson air raid battle in Houston. Over with 74. They scored like 50 points total. It was a disgrace. They didn't score in the first quarter. And then I'm thinking, all right, all the marbles, though, Saturday night, Texas Tech-Arizona. We're in Arizona. Khalil Tate, Texas Tech, Big 12, Pac-12. It's going to be a shootout. Over with 77. 28-14.
2: I've had your face so many times. The that's scripts. why I'm smiling, right? And it's now. not, <laughs> and, it's not
1: e- and it's not even losing the money. It's more of just like I didn't get the bang for my buck because I legitimately I only bet to get a bang for my buck. Like mm. legitimately, I only I just want to have fun. Like if if I bet the over in a 77 and it gets to the 75, whatever. At least I was like in the game. When I have over that 77 and they don't score in the first 20 minutes of the game, it's just fucking dead and it sucks and it's not fun. And yeah. that's what pisses me off.
2: Man, you remember that Monday Night Football game with the Rams and Chiefs? Yes. So we went to that, the. That's a beautiful. That's a beautiful. fan yo, I was telling people that from like after week one when both teams like lit it up, I was just like, yo, we should go to that and just bet the over, like yeah, whatever it is, we just should get bet the fun. over. The first, the first quarter is like seven uh, seven or seven three, and the Chiefs had the ball like inside the red zone, just in game the shit. We in gamed it until it like got to like ninety five. It's
1: just so fun. It's just so much fun. It really is. Like last year, like I was saying, the Oklahoma West Virginia game. It was the Friday after Thanksgiving. And just me and my buddies hung out, got a couple cold ones, and it was just a beautiful experience. They were just – Kyler was running left and right. Greer was tossing deep touchdowns. It was a thing of beauty. I'll always remember that night. And that was one of my mega locks. Like, in my phone, I have three mega locks in my life where I just, like – I'm, like, a stone-cold lock, and I'm currently 3-0 and on my three Okay. Locks. Like, you don't, like, call out a mega lock. Like, when you just finally see it, then you finally throw in the mega lock. So that's one of my three mega locks. One was Purdue, like, minus nine against Minnesota on a random game last year. One was um, that, and then Army in their bowl game last year. They won that 70-16, to 16, so three. 70-16.
2: Well, hey, yeah. three and all on that, that's for sure. Yeah. Do you ever like to dabble in like futures or props?
1: No, I really never do. I kind of would if um, I was in AC. I would throw a future in probably, but I really I want to on my like bookies website. I don't all really right. see the interest of it. I love futures, man. I mean, futures, uh, they sound all right, but I just never like to do it on my bookie because then it takes away from your... Uh, we balance for the whole fucking season, and right? Annoying.
2: Yeah, nah. No, I kind of, especially now with like having Fanduel and the DraftKings book out in AC, I kind of I hammer futures, man. And I, you know, I got a big prop on the Chiefs to play the Eagles in the Super Bowl, and then of course, <laughs> like three days later, Antonio Brown goes to the Pats. Yeah, so still, like still, yeah. you
1: can still get that. Like I was saying all this, I was saying all offseason, all summer. Like I. Thinking About futures, I want about the Colts.
2: The so mic, you could you could un- undo the mic. No, yeah, but I'm, I, want like to, I want you right to now. be comfortable, cool? my friends. Yeah, you know great. what
1: I'm saying? But, um, like all summer, I was thinking to myself, I'm betting the future, I want to get the Colts. That's yo, play. me too. So that's dead. So, good thing I didn't do it. Yeah. And no. last year, I remember actually, I was in Penn Station going on the escalator, and I was like, hmm, kind of want to throw 500 bucks on the Rangers over point total last year, and that lost as well. So, I have them 0 for 2 on saved money and futures. That's
2: a good thing, yeah. That's a good thing for sure. Honestly
1: saving money is better than winning money. You think so? Yeah. Love that.
2: Oh man, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, No, I'm not saying saving money over there. I'm not
1: saying just saving money. I'm saying like let's say you want you want to bet the over at seven ten and you forget and you try to throw it in like seven eleven yeah and you don't get it and it goes under you're like oh, oh wow. yeah that's the best feeling that's when like you, you, feel you, you might just, oversleep no,
2: you or or you just completely forget to do it or whatnot but then it's also the other way around when you don't put it and then it hits yeah that's, but then you can just hop
1: on live if you really if you're really that into it
2: yeah so you're like you're like into the the, the betting stuff right
1: oh yeah I'm um, yeah I I mean I love gambling yeah do like, you
2: play do you play like any like table games or are you into poker craps. Um,
1: me and my friends do a few poker nights on Thursdays. It's all right. I, I like poker. I'm not like a huge poker guy. Like I'll have the friggin' hands on my Google images and just look at the best hands. But um Blackjack I'll play if like it's a bunch of my friends that are at, at Cause you know, I'm not really huge into blackjack though aside from that um, I'm a big drunk roulette guy. I love drunk mm. roulette. I love drunk roulette. That's that's some good shit. He gave
2: us the Undertaker eye roll, so you know that. Yeah, he really no, drunk in that roulette
1: one. is my shit. Because like when I'm in AC, like my for some of my friends, they go down there. They think they're fucking. They think they're like Rain Man. Of course, just so everyone go down does. there and, and play t- blackjack for ten hours. I'm like motherfuckers, we go to Atlantic City. Let's get there at, like, 4, go to the book, chill a little bit, go to the room, take a nap, take a shower. We'll go out. We'll buy a table at a club. We'll see what happens. Nothing will probably happen because we're shot. And then we go to the fucking tables. And then we go to bed at, like, 5. Then maybe we go to bear exposure, too. And then we go to bed at, like, 5. <laughs> and that's it. But my friends, sometimes they like to go and just play blackjack for 10 hours. I'm just like, I'm not doing that. I just want to go, have fun, go to the club. I'm, I sound like a club rat. I'm not a club rat guy. I'm not a club guy. I'm a club guy when I'm in AC. But aside from that, I just want to go have fun, and then if I'm drunk, I'll go hop on the tables.
2: I say the same shit when I go to Vegas and Miami. I'm like, I don't really like clothes. but then you'll see me always in the clubs. I,
1: I don't. I mean, I don't want to sound like a snob. I only get a cl- I only go to a club when I get a table. Like you can't go to a club without a table. Yo, dude, I've noticed. I don't know how fucking people do it. I really don't.
2: So in the past, I used to think that that was like the dumbest thing you could do, and then as you get older, you're like, man, if you don't have a table, it's kind of pointless to go. Sucks.
1: No, I mean, it's what is it? It's 150, 200 bucks. It's so worth it for the night. I mean, one time me and my friends went. Right after I turned 21, we went to Borgata. Went to Premiere, it's called, right? Premiere. Yep. And actually funny to think about right now. In the past, he probably was fucking playing to pay off a debt, but uh, Craig Card was DJ that night at Premiere. <laughs> <laughs> we went for 20 minutes, didn't have a table, paid like 25 bucks to get in. We are like, what are we doing here? And just walked out. I mean, if you're just four guys and you're just at a club without a, t- without a table, just don't go. Yeah. Just go to a bar. Go yeah, to a car bar.
2: Craig Carton that he mentioned, and the reason why I laughed is, uh, j- just Google his Google his story. Yeah, he He'll get a- he
1: was in a little bit of debt to uh, Borgata. So of my friends always joke around that he might have had some leg, uh, leg. What is that? What are those fucking things called? I can't think of it right now. I'm blanking out. What? What? What do you get arrested? What do they have on you? handcuffs. Oh, okay. I couldn't yeah. even think. I couldn't think of it for a yeah. second. I was blanking out. Picture picturing Craigy like DJ with leg cuffs on at the Borgata. But, um, yeah, I love gambling. I'm a huge gambler. It's, yeah, man. It's, it's, a, it's a fun I, I, time. I'm
2: the same way, but what, what I think has saved me a little bit is I love the daily fantasy stuff, DraftKings mm-hmm. and FanDuel. I did pretty well uh, 2016. It was it was so crazy. I was ready to go to the Roslyn and buy a Porsche. Really? That's how, like, wild it was. Yeah, and then my mom was like, yeah, let's uh, pump the brakes a little bit. Let's make sure we know what you're going to do. You're 24, 25 years old. She's like, slow the fuck down a little bit.
1: Well, let me ask you a question. Do you remember the early days? Do you remember, what was it called? It was, like, it was like Fan Deck or something. It wasn't... I played on a, a site deck. called
2: Draft Street.
1: It was Draft Street. Yeah. Yes, it was Draft Street. This is like... I think it was Draft 2013. Street. Was that when they did like the tiers? Yeah. That shit was so easy. I made so much money on that. Yeah, and because... Then they you, took it away.
2: Yeah, yeah. So what's funny is my buddy Danny, I do uh, I do some like DFS stuff with him. We go to Vegas the first time. I think I got the picture well, behind this license plate over here is a picture of us, six of us at the Wet Republic Pool. It's like the first year we go. And like, you know, he graduates college and just like most people, is you know, struggle to find a job. He ends up working like... Some BS gig just until he finds work. So anyway, yo, we're at the, we're at the tables. He's just pulling out hundreds and shit. And I'm like, yo, what the f- You selling drugs? Like, what's going on here? He's like, nah, bro, I play fantasy. I was like, yeah, I play fantasy too. We're in the same league. He's like, nah, I play this new shit daily. He's pulling out hundreds. From there, we come back. This was like June, July-ish. And then I just started playing daily. It's interesting. It's fun. I love it, man. It it takes up my whole... I have the two monitors set up over there. I'm there in my... Oh, you,
1: you're it, one of these guys who sits and watches every Sunday? Yeah, yeah. Oh, do damn. I don't
2: miss a, a snap, nothing. I got the red zone here. watch certain games over there. have everything up and running. I'm in front of my computer for like five hours on I don't Sunday nights. I don't want
1: to brag or anything, but uh, week one NFL FanDuel, I entered a $20 league and I uh, won 20 bucks back. So Okay. How about that one? Big Profits. Shot. There you go. Yeah.
2: I like it. What yeah. do you like? Do, do you play it often or that was just like...
1: I'll usually just do like twenty bucks of the million every Sunday and pray, right? And just pray. Maybe one day it'll win. Probably not, but you know, might as well.
2: Oh man, I've lost so much money on trying to win one of those tickets to the live final
1: shits. Yeah, we've done the live final things a few times at work where we like hosted. It's fun.
2: It's a great experience.
1: Yeah, I remember a few years ago we were at we were at a bar on a Sunday and all the people that qualified were there. They were going crazy, which rightfully so.
2: Oh man, I can't definitely in the five figures ten to fifteen thousand dollars i've wasted on fucking qualifier seats and yo even on uh monday night you know we're recording this wednesday the uh the jet game i was in first place for king of the beach and then like out of nowhere robbie anderson starts catching all these passes and it's like the, that's the thing with fantasy what's crazy man is a guy catches like a three-yard pass and people are watching they're like yo that fucking ruined my league or everything and
1: yeah you get anything you get for the other night my dad was in his uh fantasy baseball semis to get in the championship and it's a few hundred bucks to get in. So we were watching it. It came down to the final at-bat of Jose Abreu's at-bat in the 4 o'clock game. So it was the last guy playing before the Mets game started. He needed... If the guy got on, my dad lost. If he didn't get on, my dad won. And he fucking struck out, I think. But... Literally in a bat in baseball, the side of the thing. It was crazy. Fantasy's interesting.
2: It is, man. Last year, uh, I was in the championship, and I play with a – I don't even have the belt now. I left it at my, my buddy's house, but we have like a you know $300 league with my friends and I and competitive talking shit and whatnot, and it was like a three-yard pass my guy called, and I lost my mom, my mind, and my mom was like, what the hell are you doing? I was like, yeah, you won't understand.
1: One thing I will say, though, with the frenzy, like do you even care about the money? No. Like, my friends... It, that That's a bonus. Yeah, like, my friends is, like, 50 bucks, whatever. And we were we were talking earlier in the year. Should we increase it to 100, 150? And I'm like, no. I don't even want it to be 50. There's no... I do it for free. I don't really care about my friends league. The One thing with my friends is fucking bullshit. I mean, let me vent about this. This year, we did um, our March Madness. Uh-huh. And we just decided to not do it for money when we did decide to do it for money. I had, the like, the best bracket, like, I've ever seen someone have. Like, legitimately.
2: And, of course, you guys didn't play for money, right? No, that's usually how it goes.
1: <laughs> I had Michigan State in the Final Four, Texas Tech in the Final Four, UVA in the Final Four, Texas Tech playing UVA in the Final Four in the championship. UVA winning. and I had like you had the stones in the. I was in the top percentile on Yahoo, and I got fucked. I, don't, I didn't win any money. And we did one at work that was like four grand pot. I would have easily won at work if this was the same one. And I switched out. I think Virginia for fucking Tennessee. That's sad.
2: How do, the, how do the, uh, events like that, how is that at Barstool? You guys get, like, rowdy? And when, I know you guys always have those, like, live streams going where you guys are sitting on, like, recliners and yeah, whatnot. Yeah, so we're doing live streams super, a lot now. We, we're we're doing, like, a
1: gambling cave for uh, football whenever it's on. So, like, tomorrow night, Thursday night, I think I'm on for Jags. Titans. Titans, and also Houston Tulane. Which is Mm. going to be some game.
2: Are we getting an eye roll for that one? Is that a. No, 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 no.
1: Tulane is the Tulane Green Wave does not really rev my engine, but we'll still bet it probably. I'd rather watch Houston Tulane than Titans Jags if we're being straight.
2: What's funny is I always tell people, like, the bar that I always spit is like, yo, if it wasn't for fantasy and betting, no one would ever watch a Titans Jaguars Thursday night game. And lo and behold. Legitimately,
1: nobody. It's and People that don't don't say that shit so annoying. there's two things. Two. I have two very big gambling pet peeves. I have three of them, actually. One, let's see if I can remember them. Because I'm going to say the first one. I'm going to forget the other one. But um, the first one is... Why are you betting on the WNBA? What do you know about the WNBA? What do you motherfuckers know about anything? No one knows shit about anything, <laughs> actually. So, fuck you and let me watch basketball. It's still basketball. Right. Uh, I've bet on pee wee basketball. It doesn't matter. It's still basketball. So, that's one of my things. The worst is when you're at a bar and you're like looking all sad... You have like an over eighty two in a game and there's like thirty five points in the middle of the third quarter and I'm like, and they're like, Oh, what's the over? And you're like eighty two and they're like and they make a fucking face. I'm like, Fuck you, dude. Or or they're like, Oh, why would you bet that? Like it's two teams playing, the I'm just like I don't even want to talk about it. it makes me so mad.
2: <laughs> what's the other pep you?
1: I forgot. <laughs> I gotta think. If, if it comes to my head, I'll tell you.
2: Alright, if you remember, let me know. How do um how do you like working at Barcelona, man? It it's seems like you guys cool. are always just like high spirits good vibes making it's fun of each pretty other Pretty
1: damn cool yeah you gotta have you gotta have thick skin which right. is nice but i think i have a fairly well amount of skin so how long you've been there you said three, three years. years just now so this is what are we taping this on wednesday september 18th yeah monday this past monday was three years oh shit nice yeah so it's been uh very quick three years it's kind of scary to think it's been three years
2: how did uh how'd that come about
1: um i remember probably like late august Barstool was like just moving to the city Mm -hmm. from Boston. I got my, I got an, I got sorry. I saw a tweet from our CEO Erica, and she was like, "Oh, we need intern, we need interns." And I was like, "Oh, it's fucking perfect." I was going to Baruch at the time, which was twenty third and Lex. This office was twenty seventh and fifth, and I would go to Penn Station every day, which is thirty first and seventh. So, legitimately, a straight shot all on the way. And I was like, "Oh, this would be absolutely fantastic, perfect." I remember I laid in my bed that night, did a friggin' um. Responded to the email in bed and then like did like a little like side of the cross. I was like, Oh please. And then <laughs> uh nothing happened. Went to visit my buddy at Wake. He played football at Lake Forest. Uh conservatively speaking, he didn't really play. He was just on the team. So we would go like every Labor Day weekend because they have like the Thursday, Friday game and then hang out all weekend. So me and my buddy went there. I remember we were just getting lunch, got the email back, went right back to his dorm room, responded. I forgot what the questions were. It was like three questions about how you'd improve the company, shit like that. Responding to that, then got my email back. I uh, had an interview the next Friday at twelve thirty. If you ever really remember this. So I'm, I'm a bit of a mama's boy, if we're being straight. Me too. And um my mom doesn't work on Fridays, so I had was doing like seminars on Friday morning at Baruch at like it was like eleven to eleven twenty, like a stupid, dumb eleven twenty minute seminar. Why they would make a twenty minute seminar at a commuter school? was beyond me. People have people coming from 45 an hour minutes away for a 20 minute seminar. Why? Don't know. But they did. So my mom would drive me to that seminar. And then we would just go get lunch in the city afterwards. Mm-hmm. Nice little day. because That's all I had. That's all she had. So, um, but that day I had my interview at 1230. So we're like 1230. Perfect. She'll drive. She was going to drive me. Make sure everything goes seamless. Mm-hmm. And um, she drove me. I hop out. We go to the office. As we're on the way to the office. I'm looking at like Snapchat and shit. I didn't realize like it was a content interview, kind of. I thought it was solely business. In all honesty, uh-huh. the way the e- the way I got the emails and everything, I thought it was straight business. Like I was going to be interviewing with some behind the scenes guy, and then I see on the Snapchat that it's like people being content guys. Like a kid was there with a guitar and whatnot. and I was like, holy shit! Now I'm terrified. <laughs> I walked upstairs, and our old office is legitimately you get off the elevator, mm-hmm. and everyone's right there. So I've been a huge toolie for probably now like seven, eight years, and. Everyone you read every day, everyone you listen to every day, everyone you see every day on the, on the site is just sitting right there. It was horrifying. So you come
2: out the elevator and it's like...
1: Horrifying.
2: There's no like, oh, down the hall to the right is...
1: Your first step, everyone's right there. So, which is unfathomably scary. And then my guy Caleb is the... He, does, he did a Dixie tour back then. Now he's just like one of the best video guys we have. He was interviewing people. And he asked me, oh, do you think I'm... Uh, do you think you're fast? And I was like, honestly, for my size, I am pretty deceptively fast. So... He brings me downstairs. He's like, run down the street, and I ran down the street. And he was like, "Oh, you are fast. You're hired." I guess kind of joking around, kind of serious. the weird, weird thing is, though, my mom was still parked outside. I told her like drive down the street in case something happened. She didn't. So there's a video of me running down the street. If you look, my mom is parked right there. <laughs> and like when I got when I got off the elevator and I'm looking outside, I see her car right there. And I'm like, holy fuck, dude! If she like gets out of the car, or says something stupid, I'm going to be fucked. But she didn't. Thankfully, it worked out. Uh, I go back upstairs and then Caleb is bringing me into Dave, which is the head honcho. Horrifying. The head honcho. School president day. Right. Terrifying to go in and just meet Dave and get grilled, presumably by Dave. So Dave grilled me a little bit. Caleb said I'm already hired, but Dave grilled me. He was like, oh, I love the name, blah, blah, blah. He was like, whatever you're hired, you'll report to me, report to Caleb. So I was like, all right, I'll, I'll see you later so i left and i'm just standing out there i'm like all right, i guess i'm hired standing out there hanging out kid. we're just like do whatever you want hanging out but it was aloha friday which we did for like two fridays uh-huh. in new york first month and they were like all right big cat gave me his card. he was like go get your uh go get us alcohol and i wasn't 21 yet i had a bunch of fakes but right i don't want to use a fake in the city i don't want to get a fake taken away on the first day of working so my mom had just left i call her back i'm <laughs> like claudia you got to get back here so my mom went and bought the liquor for me, Thank, thankfully. Thank you, mother. And I brought the liquor up. I got a little X on my hand because I wasn't 21. And then we had a successful Aloha Friday. And, yeah, that was how I got hired. It was ter- scary to think about still because I have never been that scared in my entire life. I mean, as you can imagine, like, you're a huge Giants fan. Right. So let's say just walking off an elevator and just Eli, Justin Tuck, and, like, go see are just standing right there. It's hor- horrifying to think about.
2: Man, what's funny is uh, I um – so I'm a big wrestling fan also. So last summer, uh, SummerSlam was 2018. It was at Barclays Center. And I'm cool with um, some of Ronda Rousey's people. Mm-hmm. And they took me, you know, to the, to the hotels and, you know, got to hang out with them and meet a lot of them. And, you know, one of my favorite wrestlers is Roman Reigns. He's like their, bit, their big star over there. Same shit, kind of just like a guy. I just hear someone go, yo, hold that elevator. And I'm holding the elevator, not paying attention. It's like me and Roman Reigns just chilling yep. in the elevator. And I was just, like, trying not to, like, mark out because I've, I've gotten a chance to meet a lot of, like, you know, big names. And I want to get to that. Some of the people that have, you know, kind of left you starstruck or whatnot, but kind of just acting regular around them is what they appreciate the most is what I have realized. It's like when you're just like, sure. If you're a fan and do it like in a respectful way, like, Hey man, I'm a fan of what you do and whatnot. Mm -hmm. That's usually my approach. But like, I'd probably lose my mind if I saw stone cold, Steve Austin. That's like my number one, that, that, like I've already told my friends and you know, when I was hanging out with those people at SummerSlam, I'm like, listen, I'll keep my composure with everyone. If I, if I see Stone Cold, I might like Yeah no. It's, it, it's a a weird. thirteen year old fangirl seeing Justin Bieber.
1: It's interesting. The whole Star Trek thing is very, very interesting, especially working at Barstool. Like sometimes you gotta just stay at bay. Like the people that I'm really, really starstruck of, I don't speak to. Oh uh, I, don't, don't I don't go uh, near. Okay. Don't go near them. Like I remember the um like the first month I was working there, we had Joey Ferrara in and I'm like and I was like just sitting at the other end of the office. I'm like, Holy fuck, like that is turtle. I did not go near him. I stood away. And then we've had the Jersey Shore cast, which like is my childhood.
2: Right? Yeah, yeah. Like, not was, for nothing. Right. I was right.
1: thirteen when it premiered. Like that's my high school years. Like, legitimately a cultural phenomenon. Like I always say, I cannot wait to show my kids Jersey Shore. Those first three seasons of Jersey Shore is the best TV you're going to get. Like, no doubt about it. So, I was just terrified about that. When they we had one day, they came in. It was unlike anything we've ever seen in our office. Legitimately, the whole office was surrounding them because everyone loves Jersey Shore, whether you like it or not. Dude, they were mega. Everyone loves Jersey Shore. So they were all there. I didn't say a word to any of them. Like I did shit with Vinny with Asa. So like I gave like Vinny like a nod. He like kind of nodded back. I was like, whatever. And um, me and the girl Casey that works with us. Great lady. We were like, all right, we got to get a picture of the situation. So Casey, thankfully, she took uh, I took her phone. She went up first and then I got a picture of the situation. Thank heavens. Love the Sitch, obviously. But aside from that, I just kept my head down and, and they've trickled in and out in uh, in the uh in the future as well. In the past now, but after that. And whenever they do, I just like put my head down. I'm just like, I'm not looking. And also the third person that that I've been starstruck by, really the only three I've been starstruck by, Artie Lang. I love Artie Lang. I'm a huge, huge, huge fan of Artie Lang. He was in uh he got interviewed by KFC Radio in our CEO's office, though. Mm-hmm. And my old desk was like kind of outside the our CEO's office, so whenever Eric would walk out. She would like walk right by me. So Artie had to walk right by me. I just put my head like down. (laughs) I don't even look at the people I'm too starstruck of. They scare the shit out of me. And it's like, it's really just a personal preference because we've had way more famous people that I don't really give a fuck about, that I'm I'm not starstruck by the slightest. But the people that you love is scary. Like even a few weeks ago, now our new office is so different. You walk in pretty much whenever someone does something, they go right to the left Mm -hmm. into the podcast studio and we're all to the right. So we don't even get to see them. But like one of the coolest things recently was honestly just getting to um JB Smoove is there, just hearing him like talk, like you know that, that like electric JB Smooth's voices. Yeah. That was fantastic. Which is crazy because it was literally just his voice, but it was awesome. And also the one of the coolest things is when you like kind of get to see a piece of history be redone, if that makes sense. How so? There's been a few there's been a few times and I can't think of a lot off the top of my head. But one, recent, but one that always sticks out to me is we used to do these, like, this is Barstool videos. It was, like, a kind of a spoof on this is SportsCenter videos. And it was fucking um, – I'm getting an Amber Alert right now. Deer, Deer Park. If anyone's listening to this, there's an Amber Alert for a black Honda Civic four-door sedan. L-I-C-G-E-Z 1680 is the license plate. Um, so George Brett came. And, like, my dad is obsessed with George Brett. Like, I got George Brett pictures in my basement. My dad wears a five-chain – they went to Kansas City for his last game. Like, you George Brett people. So I'm a George Brett guy by association. I wore five growing up for George Brett. Saw so all the trash bags. Not trash bags. I love David Wright. I remember all the kids being, I want five for David Wright. And I'm just like, give me five for George Brett. But everyone was like, no, I'm getting five for David Wright. So I never got to wear five, really. But when I did, I always did it for George Brett. And George Brett came one day. And um, so we're doing these This Is Barstool videos. And we made him, like, do a fake reenactment of the pine tar. Mm. We had him, like, write a blog. And because he was coming to, like, pump his buddy's um, barbecue business. So, we had him, like, write a blog. And we said there was too much barbecue sauce on the keyboard for him to write. And he went at our editor-in-chief for the video. Like, literally, like, he went up to the umpire in the pine. Like, he was, like, you motherfucker!" Like, screaming. Like, it was, like, literally seeing George Brett do the pine tar thing. It was fucking crazy. It's awesome. If you've never seen the video, you should watch it. It's literally like George Brett doing the pine tar. It's amazing. And it was literally, like, remote, reliving a moment of sports history. It was fantastic.
2: What are, what are um... You mentioned Asa, Asa Akira, for those of you that don't know, and like... Porn star. I got, yeah. She I, I think she's on the Mount Rushmore. Does the porn. Yeah. What's funny is uh, my buddy Joe, Joe Santagato, mm-hmm. used to be on the show too, and then he kind of like pivoted into like his own stuff. He's building a whole big studio too. What's funny is uh, you actually got to do a pod with him one time, right? Yeah, me
1: and Asa were doing a podcast together called Super Curious. Terrible name. Such a bad name, but she liked it. So whatever, you know, happy wife, happy life. But... um. <laughs> Yeah, so we interviewed Joe, which was great. He was very funny. Good interview. And um, yeah, no, she she used to work with us. And uh, yeah. What's thing. funny
2: is, so the reason why I bring it up is because she did his podcast one time. Uh-huh. And I'm playing Madden with my buddy Frank. And she comes out the room and she goes, oh, you're, your friends are here. And then Joe comes out and then Asa walks over to us. And she goes, oh, hi, guys. I'm Asa. And I was like, I know who you are.
1: <laughs> Honestly, I, before I met her, I wasn't a huge Asa guy. I was not a huge Asa fan. I, I actually watched like a porn reality show that she was like the judge of. That's like how I knew her the most. And this girl, Blair Williams, won it, who I'm kinda of friends with now. If you're watching this, Blair, I love you. And um, <laughs> nonetheless, I'm not a huge uh Asa guy, and then once I met her, we became super close. I was gonna say it gotta be awkward so though. I never like, watched yeah. Anything you she after. Did. Like it was too much. It was like I'll I'll sometimes I've tried and I'll just like type in the like, Asa here and it's just like her taking out this python and I'm just like, What are you doing, Asa? Just Put it away.
2: Yeah, and then like two days like, one later. One time,
1: actually, she was she was dancing at Sapphire, and me and my buddy went brought bought a bunch of ones. And she we were in her we were in her room before hanging out, whatever. And then they bring us down to her performance for her to strip, and she's stripping. And my buddy hands me, like 50 ones. He's like, "All right, go throw it at her." I walked up to her on the stage. I was just like, "I can't do this. I just <laughs> walk away." Like, it was it was it's just too awkward. It was too weird. But yeah. it was great. I love Asa. She's fantastic. But um, just can't watch awesome porn
2: i was gonna say because like you go and you do a podcast or whatever i feel like it would kind of it's be not really even that, like, we were
1: pretty damn good friends like it's oh like, yeah i know it's like, just like, like, it's, like it's weird yeah like obviously if there's sometimes where i guess that scenario would be pretty fucking sweet if you were friends and you just got watched your friends in porn i guess it sounds weird but it would be kind of awesome but for us it was just kind of weird i don't know
2: Hey, man, I, I'm with you. Look, porn makes like $10 billion a year. And I think it
1: was more... Me and Asa were more of like a brother-sister type of thing. Gotcha. Because she was, she was married at the time. And obviously, people always ask. Like, I can't tell you how many times you got an at a bar. Yo, would you fuck Asa, bro? And I was just like, no, honestly, obviously, she's a porn star. But when she was married at the time, and she didn't cheat on her husband aside from working, which people are floored at that. But,
2: yeah. Yeah, it is kind of a weird dynamic when they're like married and, and they do their stuff. Well, um... What I was going to ask you is, what is, uh, you guys, Barstool, and I went to school in Buffalo uh, fucking 10 years ago, and that's when I first got exposure, really, to Barstool. Yeah, I feel like Buffalo is probably a haven. You it. guys have us, like, a cult-like following. Mm-hmm. What's the weirdest interaction you've had with a fan? Because you guys are like <laughs> megastars, man, not for nothing.
1: I mean I've had one that's very weird. I'm trying to think if I could think of a funnier of a less weird one, but I mean I talk about this shit all the time anyway. But um I've been on a few rubber tugs and I've had I've had people come up to me, which is awkward. Like in Montreal at like a new room place in Montreal. There's like a pimp there with like a parrot and then there's just a guy like be like, Hey, can I, can I get a pick? And I was like, Sure. <laughs> like, I'm there whatever. I've been to like West Garden in the city that happened there too, which is weird. But aside from that, nothing's too weird. So it's like it's like fans, or is it the the people that are doing the deed for you? No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. That would be pretty cool, though. Honestly, it was people that were doing the deed. One time I do remember I was, I uh, because when you're getting a new massage in Montreal, it is um, they like give you a massage before, I'm like I'm I'm not like a weirdo, like I'm not like one of the crazy guys that that is like like just fucking do this and this. I'm like oh, so where you're from? Like what do you, like, what do you do? i just like to talk. So um, the girl was telling me she likes, I forgot what she was saying she likes, and somehow Asa came up with the conversation, and I was like, oh, let's FaceTime Asa, she's like my best friend. Mm-hmm. So we were just FaceTiming Asa like, here, me and the girl that was giving me this massage, so that's, uh, it's interesting.
2: Have you, um, you guys ever go out to Vegas together, like as a Barstool
1: crew? No, I've only been to Vegas a few times with my family when I was like 10 and 12. Oh, so you haven't gone since. And I, I went a few years ago when I turned 21 with my uncle and my dad and my buddy and his dad. So that I don't really count that. I haven't gone like full fledged. I haven't done Vegas yet. If you know what I'm saying,
2: because I know um you, you guys at Barstool always hosts like a bunch of parties out there too.
1: Yeah, my boss is always there. Dave's always there. Every year we do um a March Madness thing where mm. if we pick a everybody picks a low seed and the tournament, and if the low seed makes the Sweet Sixteen, you get to go. Oh shit, that's cool. Yeah, so like this year I had Oklahoma and they won their first game and they got blown out by Virginia. So I didn't get to go, but, um, so yeah, we have not, I have not been to Vegas Barstool yet, but I got to do other cool shit. Like, I mean, the trips I've gone on, I've done a lot of college trips, which I'd rather do than Vegas. I'm a sucker for a good college town. And I've been to gotten lucky enough to do Clemson, Alabama, Penn state and West Virginia. So that's pretty fucking sweet. And this weekend I'm going to Georgia oh, for shit. Notre Dame, Georgia. So I'm very, very excited about that. I love college towns. Like that's like my thing.
2: Man, that's the one thing I really want to do is I want to go on a trip to one of those SEC schools yep. just because yep, yep, w- yep. one of my, my, my buddy Joe, actually, his older brother, went to LSU, um, Florida, like two, three years ago. Mm-hmm. Ended up being a really competitive game. He's like, dude, it's, it's out of control. It's
1: my, it's, I, like I said, I've only been to, the only SEC school I've been to is Bama. Mm. And it's unlike anything I've ever experienced in my life. That weekend I had last lecture in Bama was probably the most fun weekend of my life. It's just, it's a fantasy land. I mean, it's just football. Good looking girls and alcohol. That's all it is.
2: And it's really as crazy as they say? It is unfathomable.
1: I mean, Tuscaloosa is legitimately. You've played like Roller Crossers Tycoon before, right? Yep. Like where you just make your own fantasy land. That's Tuscaloosa. Like there's legitimately a row of bars. The best bar, the bar I love the most was Galette's. It was all the way to the right of the um, row of bars. And then across the street is Old Row, which is the company Old Row, is named after the Old Row of Bama. Just four massive fried houses. And then right across the street from the old row is the stadium. So they got the stadium, the bars, and the frat houses all legitimately within a football field of each other. It is unbelievable. I mean, then game day, it was, we went. It was A&M, Tech, A&M, Bama. The whole city of Tuscaloosa is just shut down. Yeah. So people tailgating in the tailgate areas. People tailgating at the frat houses. People tailgating on the sidewalk in like, the fucking Walgreens parking lot. They got TV set up on the sidewalk. It was just – it's an unfathomable place. Tuscaloosa is amazing. And everyone says Athens is fantastic. So I'm really excited for this weekend. It's going to be unfathomable, and I just I just love that shit. SEC football, I just love it.
2: Yeah, man, college football. If you go to a nice, like, competitive game, it's 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 pretty. Yeah, like I
1: said, I've been to West Virginia and Penn State, and Bama blew, blew both of them out of the water, out of the goddamn water. Not even close.
2: Yeah, especially with Bama being such a powerhouse too. Like and this. it was
1: just so different. Like everyone was just so into everything. Like I remember, I went to the bar after the game at like seven, and I asked that I'm an Auburn guy. I love Auburn. I'm an Auburn fan. I asked them, can we take one TV off of Auburn? They were like, no, every TV has to be on Auburn because I wanted to watch an Oklahoma State game. They're like, no, every TV has to be on Auburn. And then after the Auburn game was on, they put on a Washington game. And people in the bar were just like sitting there in disgust that there was a Pac 12 game on their TVs. And I was like, yes, this is fantastic. And even Friday night, we had to host a party from four to eight. And we could go wherever we want. So we go to Gillette's afterwards, we'd walk in at like nine. And they're playing like skittering at the bar. Mm-hmm. And I love learning skittering. I'm a huge London skittering guy. I've never heard like there's some music out before in my life. And they're just playing skater, like they're playing like dope rock music and shit at bars, and I'm like, this is the fucking coolest place in the world, and it was Tuscaloosa, fucks. I love Tuscaloosa.
2: Man, I want to go down there. I had my uh, my friend Jesse. She she works with the Big Ten Network now, and had her on a episode just telling me about like the culture down there. She's like, yo, like, so you fat. can't you can't really explain it. It's you gotta... all they have. Yeah,
1: it's literally all they have, and uh-huh. there's only like five Sundays that you have a home game. So it's literally all they have. It's the greatest.
2: You get recognized when you walk around like the city or whatnot, or on the trains. Or- oh,
1: the city, I'll get, uh, I'll get a few times a day. Probably an average of like three or four times a day. Biggest is like bars, like which I don't mind. I get noticed at bars. Helps with the ladies. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> but um, you know, she long- Why not? Yeah. No, I don't mind it. Either way, I don't really mind. Sometimes you get guys that are a little edgy, a little mean. But I mean, we'll live.
2: Yeah, they're they're always and that's why going back to that cult following you guys have, like I remember when I told people at the time shit ten years ago, I was like, Yeah, I don't I've never heard of Barstool at the time. People lost their mind. They're like, What the fuck? And then they were showing me all this stuff and then like the smoke show page, I think is my favorite thing I follow on Instagram. Yeah, so shout a, out to it's whoever. A nice it's a nice page. Yeah, it's a nice for eye candy, you know, scrolling and I enjoy
1: it. Big fan of Barstool smoke shows.
2: Yeah. Did they
1: like I feel like they might have created that term, did they? I think we are credited with it. Yeah, I think Dave created it. I believe so. Don't quote me on it, but I think Dave created. It. Yes, sir. Because I don't. I don't remember that
2: like growing up that term until that came about. But uh, as as we start to wrap up over here, man, what uh, what else are you like into, dude? Like, I know you have a list I'm of a le- bunch of I'm shows, legitimately,
1: right? Legitimately, like the simplest person in the world. Right. Like, I just go to work. I gamble and I do nothing. <laughs> that, that makes sense. Like I like I am not into anything. I, I'm the most like my friends will always say I'm the most calculated person in the world like I do the same shit every weekend wherever I go I just have to have a plan like I just I don't really like I don't have hobbies I literally don't have hobbies like I go to work I come home I'll throw on a show play some Fortnite maybe play some Madden Xbox sleep. or PlayStation Xbox nice on the weekends I love going out that's that's my thing that's my hobby I like drinking, which makes me sound like an alcoholic, but that's what I like. Hey man, I love me not, some beers Not that too. I drink on like a Tuesday or not that I drink on nah, a Tuesday. No, but on the weekends, on the sun, why not? But on the weekends, oh, that's, yeah. that's what my that's what I'm focused on is going out.
2: Yeah, you you go into Barstool every day?
1: Yeah, every day. I'm on a radio show with the cousins from not, at 9 o'clock. so I'm usually there from like 8:30 to like 5. And then um yeah, and then whenever if we do the cave or something, I'll be there later, but yeah. Just a pretty much a, a regular job, yeah. And then on the weekends, hopefully go out, do a couple of beers, do a couple of drinks, a couple of Tito shots, a couple of vodka shots, New Amsterdam <laughs> shots, and uh, just a bunch enjoy, of shots. Enjoy right? the weekend, yeah, yeah. No, I don't know. I, I'm, I used to be a huge beer guy, now I'm kind of on the Tito soda game. But then we we are sponsored by Truly, so there's always so much Truly at the office, and I've kind of gotten to a Truly kick. So it's, everyone it's, with these on and claws, bro, they're good. They are. They're I, I didn't yeah. I didn't get onto the train till the end of the summer. Like, I, have, I would have a few choices sort of laying down the office, laying around the office whenever, but, like, now I'll actually buy them. Like, they're good.
2: What's your they're go-to good. drink, though? Like,
1: with like just... I guess I've been on I've been on the vodka soda train. Yeah. Last February, I started going on the vodka soda train. I shed a couple pounds, whatever. It kind of does work out, and it's honestly more efficient than drinking beer. Mm-hmm. It's very, very efficient vodka soda. Yeah, I love beer. Like, I'm like a Budweiser guy at heart. Like I love Budweiser. Like, at work, my... Decorations on my desk are three Budweiser's, but vodka soda is just so goddamn efficient. You could have three drinks at a pregame, and you could be the same drunk as you are after having 10 Bud Heavies. Yeah. And you're thinking about 10 Bud Heavies. That's 120 cal. That's a, not a calories. It's a, I don't know so many calories, but that's 120 fluid ounces that's going into you before you even leave the pregame. When you have three drinks, you put two shots in, make a, do a little vodka. I mean, do a little seltzer in there. You're having like 48 calories before you – I mean, 48 – sorry, once again, 48 ounces. fluid ounces. Yeah and way less bathroom breaks i mean the, and the bars i go to are so packed and you have so many less bathroom breaks you go to the bathroom like twice when i'm drinking beer i go to the bathroom like every 20 minutes yeah, yeah. and once you break the so seal much, it's a so wrap. much more efficient in that aspect and honestly before this summer i would say i've been out in my life past like 245 maybe three to five times and this summer drinking vodka soda i am i get home with four like every night it's just you have more lung, you have more energy. It's great. I'm the team hashtag team vodka soda. I'm into that. I'm into that.
2: I think for me though, it'd probably be like, Man, I love I love Captain Morgan.
1: Oh God. Jameson. Uh you disgusting animal i don't, <laughs> you like vodka man that's crazy i don't drink dark liquor i remember i had a uh, i had a party in high school i went to a party in oceanside uh-huh so these were like oceanside kids that yeah, like, yeah they were the public school kids i went to private school i'm a public school guy trying, too. trying to show off so i remember i i didn't, I didn't finish the bottles of course but like we had the end of a jack bottle and the end of a uh, fireball bottle and i like finished them both and had like I think he had fourteen beers, which sounds ridiculous for a for a high school high schooler. But I, I was a drinker, drinking a lot in high school. I, I used to not drink. I mean, I'm only twenty three, so of course I used to not Right? Drink. Yeah. But um, I did not used to drink. I used to like all my friends. You know, Long Island little trash bags. You drink walk around with your locos when you're ninth grade. But um, I used to like tell my friends like I'm never going to drink. I'm going to be the designated driver when I get my license. And then one day I drank, and I was just like, oh, I'm fucking hooked. It was uh, the day... Actually, I'm sure you guys know this. Heard of it at least. The Haunted Coliseum. Do you remember Haunted Coliseum? Yeah. So Haunted Coliseum was the first time I ever got drunk. And to be drunk in that environment was uh, was wild. And that was the, like the day or two before Hurricane Sandy. So that was October 2012. Damn, and yeah. And that was when I started drinking, which I guess is kind of young in, re- in real life. But like in Long Island, that's late bloomer, like big time. So yeah, since then, I've just been... Doing cold ones I like alcohol It's fun
2: Yeah man It's uh, I'm a I fan of it too alcohol, okay, but <laughs> I apologize
1: <but> I just <laughs> No like man cooking. It's cool It's cool to let loose Every now and then
2: Are you like a happy drunk?
1: Yeah I think I used to be A little more angry drunk When I go drink beer But nah, I like to think I'm a happy drunk
2: I have such a great time When I drink beer I like to keep, I like like, to keep
1: it happy Keep Keep the vibes yeah. good it's also, as dumb as that sounds, but good vibes is a thing when you're going out. You need the good vibes. No, of
2: course. You don't want to be with, with assholes that are always trying to start yeah, fights my and beer muscle people. Yeah, you know, my like... one
1: thing, my friends are great. They're not, we don't get in bar fights ever. We right. We are not. Yeah, we I'm are not same yeah. Like you see people go out and literally just try to get into fights. And I, I love it because I love watching fights. Yeah. Like if I could, I, one of my ideas in life, there's no way to really do this, but I would love if there was a database where you could. Google each bar fight that happens. So like you see a bar fight at night and the next day you get the backstory of it. I think that would be wonderful to see like what they were fighting over, like whose girlfriend they were fighting over. That'd be sweet. But obviously that can't be a thing.
2: But, um, you're going to need the surveillance cameras from all these places. Or
1: like you just interview the the bouncers afterwards. Like I think that would be a fantastic idea, but obviously that can never happen. I do love a good bar fight. I love staring at a bar fight, but I don't get in fights. I mean, I'm not built to fight, but my friends, they need to work in the, on the dance floor, I will say.
2: What uh, What's the craziest uh, bar fight you've seen out? Because I have a good one. One of my friends threw... Now, he's a friend from the neighborhood in Queens. He threw someone through a glass window. Like, like you know, like when yeah, when anything, guys okay. get eliminated in the Royal Rumble and they get thrown off the top rope, uh-huh. like over the top rope? Like that, he threw a dude through the window. I'm trying
1: to think. I don't really see too many bar fights, realistically. This summer, I, th- I go out every night. Every, it, all summer, I think I saw... Maybe one or two, and I got like a ricochet shot on my left arm on one of them. But aside from that, I don't really see many bar fights. Thankfully,
2: I'm also not trying to fight anyone. Like we went no. out to we went out to Pops in Long Beach.
1: Oh, you can't go Pops. We don't go to Pops.
2: Pops was so that was my first time that I went there because uh, my buddy Steve. Are you, are you was, Italian at all? I'm Greek.
1: So you're you're full Greek.
2: Full Greek, yeah. So
1: I'm Greek and Italian. Okay. So I I could call people Guido trash. Okay. And uh, there's some Guido trash at Pops. Pops right. and like tropics. You're the tropics. Yeah, I've been to the tropics. Yeah, you yeah, look yeah. like you're a tropics guy. <laughs> I had a good time. I can't front. So, I-, I liked it. So, I, had like, a good I time. don't go to like tropics and pops. That's not right. my style. Like, honestly, legitimately, every Monday morning, I will go to like the pops and the tropics um, geotag on Instagram and just scroll through and just like giggle. And like, there's like, I don't want to say the name of this one guy because he going to kick my ass. But there's a guy with, really may kill me. But there's like so <laughs> many trainers that like wear their gym shirts there and they're just tatted up all over. Yeah. I just love looking at them. Like, that's not my like that's not my style at all. Like this Gucci bags everywhere, like it's not for me. Right. So I really just go out in Long Beach all the time. It's a lot uh it's a lot nicer crowd. More tame.
2: Yeah, when when we went to Pops, like my my buddy Steven was playing, he was he was DJing over there and whatnot and you know, this one kid just started like he grabbed like one of my friends no, yeah, that's, girlfriend's that, butts that's and the Guido trash. And it was just like dude, you know, and, and my one friend is, you know, he's like six four, redhead, we you know, he's a ginger and whatnot and this dude like he likes to fight, but he doesn't fight. It's weird. Like, if someone was to scrap, he'd be into it. My buddy Ferg. Yeah. And I was just like, dude, this kid is like five foot four. Like, come on. Why, why are we going to ruin a good night? That's my that's thing. That's what it's I'm like, saying. Why are you like going to ruin pops a good and night?
1: Tropics. That's like Jersey Shore. Like that's like Jersey Shore. Yeah. Like there are people. There's people there looking for fights. Yeah. And I, I don't hope you don't get mad at me, Tropics or Pops, but it's true. There's, that's where you go to fight. And it's just not a thing. Like, I don't. I don't like to go there. I don't like to go where that clientele is. Yeah. And the like, like, Rockville Center is like that too. But I go out in Rockville Center because it's so close to my house. But well, there's a lot of Raffle Center bars that that's that the Guidos inhabit.
2: Yeah. What uh? As, as now as we come to an end here, what um?
1: Big show guy, what shows are
2: you watching nowadays, man?
1: Um. Nowadays, I'm only really watching Righteous Gemstones and Ballers, of course.
2: Ballers, yeah. Yo, Ballers. Did you uh? Did it take a while for you to get like invested in it, or were no, you hooked right away? Hooked right away. I was hooked right away because one, it's The Rock. And then after that, like, as a big football guy, I, I liked it. But then, like, it didn't, it didn't really develop a plot until, like, season three. I mean,
1: I don't think it's a real show, if we're being straight. Yeah, of so course. I'm sorry. Yeah, Recently, yeah. I think Artarian just scored a power play goal. In no, the you get good as we have the, the Devil's but, Rangers um, game in the background. What do you call it? I don't think it's a serious show by any means. I've, I've come to terms on that. And I don't want it to be because it's ballers. Like, it's such a dumb show. But I'm very sad that it is ending. Yeah. This is the final season. Because I didn't realize it was the final season until, like, last week. Like I tell my buddy Coley at work, like, bro, they're gonna make such a trash more the president. Like, it's gonna end with that, and I'm so here for it. Like, that will be fantastic. But, um, yeah, ballers is just—I would love to be in the writers' room during ballers because the shit they ha- make happen is fantastic. Do I you, love ballers. Do
2: you feel like that show's ending prematurely? Or they could show well, more? Well, I
1: don't really hear anybody talk about it. I don't know right. the ratings for Ballers, so yeah, I guess it should be ending. But it also
2: feels like the show lasts like
1: eighteen minutes an episode, right? Yeah, it's it's quick. Sadly, I wish they were an yeah. hour. You know,
2: Entourage but was the same. We were talking about Entourage. Like you were a big Entourage guy. Oh because, yeah, yeah. As you you mentioned before. There's really right. not
1: many shows I watch now. I mean, I, I was a Thrones guy. That's done, thankfully. And uh, Righteous. Have you watched Righteous Gemstones? I haven't. No. You should. It's fantastic. Did you ever watch Eastbound and Down or Vice I Principals? Did, yeah. yeah. Vice Principals?
2: No. Eastbound and Down.
1: Well, then you should watch both of them. They're both Danny McBride, same writers, and they're both fantastic. All three of them are great. I'm a huge Danny McBride guy. Good Breaking stuff. Bad or what? I watched it, but I'm not a big Breaking Bad guy.
2: Man, so I watched season one of Breaking Bad, and I I wasn't hooked on it. And then I went back and I watched it again, and I think it's that and Sons of Anarchy are probably my two favorite shows I've ever. Sons played. of Anarchy
1: is fantastic. So Sons, badass. I wish it wasn't seven seasons because I just don't know if I could put the time in to rewatch it. But I fucking love Sons. It's a hard I'll, show to binge. I'll watch always say again. Sons is the most satisfying show.
2: I I'll I'll agree with you on have that.
1: Have you ever watched? Have you have you watched Sopranos? I have. So Sopranos is like I love it. It's my favorite show ever. Like I'm a huge, huge Sopranos guy, but they leave up, they leave so many loose ends. Oh, and the and like they the do, final scene is one of like the most not controversial scenes serve ever. Serve the viewer whatsoever. Like never. There's like I don't I can't even really think of like a revenge kill in Sopranos that like I was thrilled about. I guess seeing Philly Otardo die was cool, but like even that, I didn't really despise Frank. Frank Vincent so never good, didn't even despise Philly Otardo. But Sons. There are so many just oh, man. great revenge, like when Opie kills Agent Stall, when yep. uh, when Jax kills the guy who uh, set up Opie's death, when they um, who does that guy kill? The guy Moses Cartwright. When they kill him, oh, because when he, he the guy who tortured Bobby. Yep. When they find that guy, cut out his eye. Oh, it's I mean it's fantastic. Like, Sons of Anarchy is the most literally the most gratifying show in the world. They make the viewer happy, which is why I love Sons. It's great. Like that's the show. If I'm just hammered, like me and my friends done all the time, we just at a barbecue. It's like 1 a.m. when the other ones they're drinking. We will just be like, all right, we're taking shots like Opie. And we'll just go on YouTube and watch like clips from Sons. No other show I do that for. I love Sons. I wish I could rewatch. It just sounds like such a goddamn hassle. I think I've watched
2: Entourage the most back.
1: Yeah, the most back I've watched is definitely Friends. Okay. Because I, uh, I watched Friends when I was probably seven. Mm-hmm. The first episode of Friends I watched was the last episode of Friends. As it premiered, I watched my mom, and I like became addicted to it. So like everyone, like all my friends, were like, "Oh, like you you watch Boy Meets World growing up, all that shit." Like, no, like, I literally just watched Friends growing up. And, like my whole my whole childhood was Friends. So I watched Friends. I don't even know how many times—probably like fifty times, probably more. I watch every night when I go to sleep. So I'm a huge Friends guy. You watch any of these Netflix originals? No, like, no? I watch Stranger Things. That's about it. Yeah, I don't even love. Like, I, I like it. I'll watch it. It doesn't really get me going.
2: It's cool. I like it. Thirteen Reasons Why is kind of a strange show. Like you too. mentioned
1: How to Make It in America before. That's a fantastic show. Oh
2: man, I'm so upset that they like. I mean, it's it's been a while now, but I never understood the reasoning behind that one getting canceled.
1: Yeah, I don't understand some of HBO's cancellation. I don't get because I believe uh, they canceled Crashing, which is a great show. I don't know if you watch Crashing. You know, no, you no, don't see but that i a Crashing nah, but I've heard fantastic it. show.
2: By the way, the Tropics comment before. I've been there twice, so I'm not like a guy that goes yeah, all the time. But but, the, but I, I got the tro- look though, right?
1: You do have the Tropics look. <laughs> But, um, um, what do you call? So, what am I saying? Oh, Crashing. Crashing was in three seasons. I think they renewed a show called High Maintenance, which I think is about, like, a drug dealer Mm. and, like, his average day. And Crashing had more viewers than that. I don't know. Crashing got canceled. I have no idea why. Crashing is fantastic. Pete Holmes, great comedian. Artie Lang's in it. There's so much good comedy, and it's awesome, and they canceled it, which was sad. So, I don't know what HBO does sometimes. I mean, How to Make America is is fantastic. You could really watch that shit in a day. Yeah. So, honestly, if anyone's listening to this and you haven't watched it... Give it a wash. It's unbelievable.
2: What's the name of the drink? Rasta Monster?
1: Yeah, Rasta Monster. The yeah. way you said it, you sound exactly like Kim. Yeah. It's exactly like Kim.
2: Kid Cuddy's in that too. Kid Cuddy's cool. in
1: it. Uh Lake Bell is in it. You may or may not see her topless budget twice, which is nice. Um who else is in it? Luis Guzman, fantastic. Gina Gershon, who has slowly become my top celebrity crush. That is uh, Oh yeah? What's I forgot? Nancy in season two. She's up there. I'm a big, big, big Gina Gershon fan.
2: I liked uh, M- Minka Kelly. I think is my number one. Friday Night Lights. You ever watch Friday Night? No, Lights? No, I never watched Friday wow. Night. Lights. So Friday Night Lights.
1: I don't know who Minka Kelly is. That's just cute. Not a huge Minka Kelly guy.
2: Man, when she plays Layla Garrity, I think it was in that show. Sounds familiar. Oh man, great girl. Yeah,
1: I do love uh, Minka Kelly. Big fan of. I'm a fan of her. I'm not like a crazy, crazy Minka Kelly guy. But there's a lot. You know, is actually a beautiful girl. Is uh, this girl? What is her name? I think it's. I'm blanking out right now, but it's James uh, James Franco's love interest in Eleven Twenty Two Sixty Three. Her name is—I mean, she's beautiful. She is like the classic, like blonde Southern look. Yeah, beautiful. That's a great show. You should watch that. Eleven Twenty Two Sixty Three. It's a um, mini series, only eight episodes. Stephen King, based off a Stephen King novel. It's a dude that goes back in time and tries to stop the JFK assassination. Real fascinating stuff.
2: You ever? Um, do you ever plan on? Uh, what do you got long term goals, man? You know no those idea. like cliche, or you kind of just I hate live that, it because I have no idea. Live it by the day.
1: Well, the, the, like the when, shit I say all the time is like we're in an age where we don't know like what's happening next. That's true. Like, like you talk to parents, like our parents' age and shit. They're like, oh, like what are you doing this by this age? but this by this age? And I'm like, you did not have the same shit we have. Like right. no one's ever worked at a company like Barstool that's accelerating so hard. Internet company. Like, there were no internet companies like this twenty years ago. Yeah. So no one knows anything as of right now. We're just living. I'm a Barstool guy with Barstool for life. Wherever we go, we go. So we'll see.
2: I feel that, man. And hey, you guys seem to be having a fucking grand time.
1: Yeah. Like I legitimately long term goals, no idea. Cause like I said, this is uncharted territory. So shit. It's just you like know. the NBA.
2: These guys sign
1: like those like two, three year
2: contracts and then I mean, they the way I see it and, and
1: the way I see it in however many years, legitimately everything will be Barstool. So we'll see.
2: Yeah, you guys are slowly doing a big takeover. Yeah. That's what's up. Well, Glenn. Hey. Glennie Balls, my guy. I appreciate it, man. Thanks for coming on. If uh, people want to contact you, where can they find you on uh I got it with media. Glennie
1: Balls on Twitter. There's an underscore in between the name, though, sadly. I, I got to get that fixed. I think we can fix it. I'm not sure how to do it. I'm going to work on that. And then uh, Instagram is just Glennie Balls. And Snapchat is Glennie Balls as well. Do people give out their Snapchats anymore? I feel like Snapchat's dead. Snapchat,
2: I feel like, is for, like, dick pics mostly, you No, know?
1: like, I'm not a dick pic guy. I don't really send too many. D- I've actually never sent a dick pic, luckily. Have you ever gotten one? Um, no. I was a little burp in the mic there.
2: No, I haven't. I don't, thankfully. figure like barstool guys maybe get a little crazy. No, like the never, <laughs> I've never gotten a dick pic.
1: <laughs> Imagine just opening up your Snapchat. No, never gotten a dick pic. So, thankfully, on that end, we have no dick pics. No. All
2: right, guys. Hope you enjoyed this episode. We'll catch you on Thursday. Make sure you uh, show some love to Glenny Balls and uh, pray for our Rangers who are currently. Uh, yeah, we're, we're spankin- dead in preseason. Season's over. Preseason. All right, man. Preseason's thanks a lot. I appreciate yeah. you, dog.
1: Thank you. I just like the sound.